What it is, what's up, spontaneous podcast in the cut, back to the podcast episode, and, um, you know, I don't know what to say, you know, sometimes you just, you gotta beat the same bush and beat the same death, uh, the same horse to death, you know, <laughs> I gotta do what I gotta do, um, Dragon Ball being added to Fortnite, which if you haven't heard, pretty much confirmed. They basically had their data miners looking at various items and names, and pretty much just been confirmed that uh, a Dragon Ball Super, Super variations of Dragon Ball characters will be featured in Fortnite, which has led to an ongoing discussion about, from what I've seen on my timeline, about which is more impactful, essentially. Since Naruto was the first, which I was honestly surprised by that. I was honestly surprised they couldn't get, um... They could not get Dragon Ball first. Because Dragon Ball, I think, has done a pretty stand-up job of collaborating in the 21st century. Um, I think Naruto has done a good job of hitting on some of the high ones. Uh, Naruto is had a Nike release recently. Uh, they've had um, numerous closed collaborations. I think it honestly outpaced... <sighs> Dragon Ball does have the Bape collaboration, which is uh, kind of a... Uh, <laughs> kind of a big divider, so to speak. You know, Naruto does not have... I would say one thing Naruto does not have is a high fashion collaboration I know of. Um, they don't have a Supreme. They don't have a Bape. They don't have like a they have a lot of uh, like pack sun tier shit. They don't have any like massive, uh, massive winner that I can think of. But all that being said, essentially, we've got to this point where collaboration has led to these two uh, giants being compared once again. And Dragon Ball took a pretty massive W earlier this <laughs> this month against one of his kids when uh, some dude got ratioed to hell uh, comparing Red Rock. Uh, Luffy's move to uh, the Kamehameha, the most iconic move in anime history, uh, bar none. <laughs> Other than the Kamehameha, you have the Super Saiyan, which is probably the second most iconic. Literally, just about anything. I, I think if you don't count Yu-Gi-Oh and um, and Pokemon, basically the, probably the top like three or four uh, anime moves might be all from Dragon Ball. I think you may get to like four before you get to maybe Rasengan or Shadow Clone Jutsu or Sharingan. One of those three, I think, would be up there. But you got Super Saiyan, Kamehameha, and you got Spirit Bomb. And I think at that point, you might get to Sharingan. Red Rock is at the top 15, I think. I'd have to do a top 10 off the top of my head uh, when I was at work. Just like literally like probably like five minutes, ten minutes just thinking. Uh, and I don't actually know that many legendary anime. Like I looked at the top, I think, 20 all-time sales list for anime. And I didn't even like know, like, I knew of the Raimon. Uh, I like watched a couple of shows on Jettis. Not Jettis, but I just dated myself like a motherfucker. Um, Disney SD. I saw a couple episodes of it on there. Um, never watched Sailor Moon. Uh, never watched like some of those really like kitschy uh, Japanese anime. Like I think it was and and Raymond some shit like that. I, 
a lot of that older Japanese shit I've never watched. Like, I've never watched Fist of the North Star, which I understand is like kind of a precursor to JoJo's and a really classic anime. I've never watched it. Uh, Ruinoi Kitchen. Ruoni Kitchen. Never watched that. Um, almost all this 80 shit except JoJo's and Dragon Ball I've never watched, pretty much. So, it's interesting to me that basically one, um, one giant for the past 30 years, 40 years almost, and one giant for the past... 20 years um are pretty much compared as the the two goats across the country or really across the world outside of japan i mean these two uh, i think naruto was pretty much well behind one piece in terms of his perception of japan while dragon ball is within the same general vicinity give or take and i think it's cool that we always think of these two as like in a different realm than you know bleach or one piece or you know, whatever, in terms of the international market. I mean, these you deserve to have competition. Unfortunately, Naruto, I think, fumbled the bag towards the back half of... Um, for whatever reason, I mean, I, I really don't even know why it, it went the way it did. Because I think it, the pain art was almost a revitalization of Dragon Ball, uh, of Naruto. I mean, you really don't see many people talk about, like, the the, the, the Kakuzu arc or Shigamaru against Deidara. You get Itachi against Sasuke... Um, yeah, you get, you know, some, what, I, I guess Sasuke against, I wouldn't have to say Sasuke with the five Kage, I see Trin very often, I, I know Sasuke Itachi does, um, but as far as Shippuden goes, really, I mean, you got a really good stretch there with, like, this. not, like, if you think about the high points that transcend culture in Naruto OG, uh, Naruto going, you know, tail beats for the first time. Naruto against Sasuke. Uh, Gaara against Lee. Um, I mean, Sasuke against Naruto again. Uh, it may be a theme here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you got moments, dude. You got, you got moments that really, I think, stick in culture. And I don't know. I mean, Shippuden is longer than Naruto. And I think it may have, like, maybe the same amount. You know, the, the, the. The, the content, uh, Orochimaru and Sasuke, uh, you know, I mean, that's a big one. I, I think depending on where you put Minato and Obito, I guess that'd be Shippuden. That was a big one, obviously. Uh, I may be forgetting some top of my head, but like, there's a lot of moments, I think, in a very compact form that do pretty well, internationally speaking, with Naruto and uh, OG Naruto. And Shippuden has a lot, too. I mean... Let's just get to the categories. So what I'm going to do here is I'm gonna, I wrote a couple categories before I started this up. I'm going to like go through my categories, kind of explain why I have certain, um, let's say, out of the two, I have certain ones being favored over another. So I'm going to pause and come back. Give me one moment. All right, uh, we are back. So I have my categories pulled up here. Uh, I have my AirPods in. Maybe that sounds a little bit better. I don't have to hold my phone at this point. Uh, let's see, Naruto, categories, there we go. So, again, keep this in mind, this is my opinion, this is somebody who, I'm about 23, so I'm late stage, uh, Zoomer, or early stage millennial, kind of, depending on how you want to look at that. But essentially, I think I have a pretty good idea of people who'd be about three years younger than me, and about people that'd be like three years younger than me. Three years younger, three years older, basically. That general range, I feel like I have a pretty good idea of how they would probably look at this. Um... So just keep that in mind. I'm using anecdotal evidence. I'm trying not to rely on too much, but 
just keep that in mind, kind of how you evaluate this. So first off, I think it's very important to, con- to consider bigger, right? Bigger is always the grand scope, kind of way you want to evaluate things. I'm going to put it off for it. Dragon Ball is bigger. Dragon Ball has obviously been there longer, has more money just off of that, but um, manga, I think it did better uh, in terms of volume in its run than Naruto did. Um, merchandise, outside of clothes, which, you know, I don't know if Naruto has a bait collaboration, which pretty much like kind of the meh bait after uh, Nico left, but they still have a collaboration with bait. Uh, I think that pretty much are roughly equal in terms of how much representation they give, like the pack sons and resilience and all that. And then, I mean, other merchandise, like, I mean, Naruto probably exists in much the same realm that Dragon Ball does, but Dragon Ball just does better. I mean, Dragon Ball is pretty much transcending every, everything. I mean, there's Dragon Ball snacks, Dragon Ball TV references and other shows that they get money off on. Um fucking, I don't know, I mean, the movies are some of the highest selling anime movies ever, especially in Japan. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't even think Naruto could do a theatrical run. Dragon Ball did a theatrical run and it's going to do another one this month, or this, I think it's August, right? August, September. So, they've done movie runs, theatrical runs. Naruto has, actually, you can maybe tell who the movie has not. Now, I will say that nowadays it's easier to get one of those set up than it's ever been before. Um, we've had many anime anime derivative movies that I don't know would have been necessarily greenlit for a theatrical run, at least in America, uh, maybe even a decade ago, much less like, I don't know, like Naruto's peak, you know, about 13 years, 13-ish years ago. Uh, something like that, and I don't, I don't think I don't think most of Naruto's movies are succeeding, and I don't think most of Dragon Ball's movies either would succeed in the actual run, even in today. Is like, like I don't think something like the uh, the Toriyama movie, I don't think that would do very well. I don't think um, like Fusion Reborn, not Fusion Reborn, um, the the one where he fa- faced uh, Hurigarn, that that one wouldn't do very well. I don't think most of Naruto uh, Dragon Ball's movies would do successfully, at least compared to. Dragon Ball Super uh, Superhero or Broly, which has the return of this third or fourth biggest character in Dragon Ball, uh, actually looking like a fucking badass. Um, and then it has Broly, who's maybe the third biggest character in Dragon Ball. So, so basically, they're the two biggest non-Goku and Vegeta and maybe Trunks characters in Dragon Ball did incredibly well. Who, who would have thought? Uh <laughs> So yeah, so there's that, and then um, I mean, like I said, TV promotion, all that shit. I just Naruto, just I, I don't think Naruto capitalized, or maybe even had the room capitalized the way that the Dragon Ball did. Uh, bigger villains. This is this is something that's a little bit more uh, competitive, which I think almost all of these, for the most part, would be a little bit more competitive than I think that first one is. I think it depends on who you ask. I really, I know you could delineate that with a lot of options, but I really do believe that your your at your answer will be different from the audience. If you ask a fourteen year old who is who has better villains, I think from my my walk of life, I haven't talked to many fourteen years about Naruto, but I've seen a lot of 
fucking opinions based on anime that comes from 14 years because I can tell. You can tell when a 14 year old comes from an anime versus like a 24 year old. Um, I think Madara is bigger than any villain from Dragon Ball in 2022. That's just, I'm going to put it bluntly. I, I really do believe that Madara Uchiha, I think if you had right now, if you, let's say right now, you have a movie that comes out, Superhero doesn't exist. You have a movie that comes out and it's a movie centered around Madara Uchiha or any anime villain from Dragon Ball that's not Frieza, because obviously Frieza had his. I I think that a modern movie is doing better. Like, if you had basically the same synopsis as fucking, I don't know, as Dragon Ball, which they're already done with Naruto, so stay with me here. You revive Madara, basically, like as a fucking brainless puppet. I don't know. But you revive Madara again. And you have him face against, like, I don't know, it probably would make sense to have him against, like, Naruto and Sasuke again, but maybe, like, maybe against Boruto, Sarda, and Mitsuki. Let's just say the three team, the, the, the three, the new Team 7. Let's say they go against Madara, and he has some kind of cinematic flashbacks to, like, maybe Naruto finds out about them being there, maybe Sasuke finds out, whatever, but, like, pretty much said not Naruto dudes. You have that put put up against uh superhero. I, I honestly got hand to I think Modder is bigger than Cell uh Mats. I I'm not sure if that movie is bigger because Dragon Ball, like I said, is bigger and also it's coming off a successful movie while Naruto pretty much has no hype in the mainstream. I mean Boruto is this, but it pretty much has like no outside that fucking uh Osasuki fight, the two Osasuki fights are actually it just does not have that same level of adoration that it once had, much less once once super had. Uh, and the like the the, the Goku and, and Jiren fight like broke anime like ever, anywhere any any place he went to broke anime. Naruto Boruto has not done that to say the very least. Uh, so just keep that in mind. But I think Madara would be more impactful. I think he would be bigger himself. It's really Cell is like an after. I mean, he was very hyped up, don't get me wrong, until, up until this fight, or up until this movie. But after the movie's come out, it's pretty much more about New Gohan, New Piccolo. The Cell was very underwhelmed with who they used. Now, they could use a fucking, like, bot Madara. Madara's gonna do numbers, I'm sorry. Madara, I think, is bigger than anybody outside of Frieza that that franchise has, period. And I, I, I think that he's uh, in 2022, better than anybody have, uh, as a villain goes. I'm really struggling who, who would be, cl- I mean, Goku Black, maybe, but I don't think that, uh, no. Um, who else? I mean, like, we just go, like, we can go down a list. All right, so Dra- Nar- Dragon Ball Z, Vegeta doesn't count, uh, Frieza, or you could go think, think the, uh, the lackeys, the Gidney Force, but, I mean, come on. Uh, Cell Jr., or Cell, Cell Jr., Android 17, 18. Um, outside of Cell, I mean, we're not going to have an honest discussion here. Uh, Kid Boo, Super Boo, Majin Boo, Deborah, Bobbity. So I, I guess Super Boo, maybe. Kid Boo, I think Kid Boo. Kid Boo is definitely more, I feel like more iconic, but I think Super Boo might be more of a, like a villain that actually points up the two that he did something of value like between the absorption and beating the shit out of Gohan and, and all of them. Kid Boo is just like he yelled very loud and he was 
very, very striking figure, uh, basically. So Dragon Ball Super, uh, Beers doesn't count. Uh, Frieza, I don't know if that counts, but okay, Frieza. Frieza, uh, Black, Enzimasu, maybe Black, but again, not really. Uh, I hit, I really don't feel like it counts. I feel like counting kind of the general theme of the like, entire story. Um, I guess turning the power would be up next. I'm trying to think. It's like maybe a couple of arcs I'm, I'm, I'm not hitting on, but uh, Jiren, pretty big, but you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, Cleveland Kale doesn't really count. Topo doesn't really count. I mean, you just don't, Jessica doesn't really count. I mean, I don't know. Then you get to Broly, not a real one, but okay, for the sake of argument, sure. Um, Moro, Gas, the Heater family, uh, and then you get to Cell Mats. Nobody in this name is, is bigger than Modern 2022. I'm sorry. I, I, I just, I, I don't believe it. Now, if we get to Pain, I also believe Pain is bigger than anybody from... <laughs> this, this, might, this might be a little controversial. I think Pain and Obito is bigger than anybody from... I think all three of them are bigger than anybody from, from Dragon Ball in 2022. But I would be willing to listen to... I can't. I can't listen to any of them. I, there's none of them I can listen to. I, I, I feel like all three are bigger than anybody from that from that franchise in 2022. Depending on where you put Frieza at, depending if you call Frieza a villain, and I mean you got to consider here that Frieza is basically the laughing stock outside of like after the free, Resurrection of uh, F Saga. Basically, just she helped. He she. He helps, and he gets beat up a lot. He's a laughing stock for the most part. I, I, I don't know if I can, but a, I mean, I think Freeze might be the most iconic anime villain of all time. But I don't, I don't. Twenty twenty two, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If, Pain maybe, but Obito and Madara, I, I can't. I, I just, I can't see it. I, Obito the fucking mask. In the reveal from Toby to Obito, uh, Toby's huge, right? Like Toby was huge. I can, I don't know who. I just don't know who I'd put over. Like out of the, out of that list of guys, a list off to you. I don't know who I'd have over. I just I don't know. I mean, it's a recency thing because of course, because Dragon Ball came out twenty fifteen, ended twenty eighteen. As far as anime goes, you only have so many options. While Naruto pretty much continuously ran from ninety nine to two thousand and. 15, 16. Obviously, more options, recent options that people would know, but I'm just saying. Um, I said I already covered Merchant Games. I will say, as far as games go, I think Naruto at his peak was better for my taste when it came to games. And I think Dragon Ball had better longevity. Like, Dragon Ball has basically from 2000, cutting off pretty much. Around the same time the Naruto Storm series got off the uh, the ground, you cut that same time off of Dragon Ball, and you continue from about Universe on. But from the late nineties to about two thousand and eleven to about two thousand and fifteen, maybe 
I mean, even then, like, in that, I mean, I think Burst Limit 2 came out in 2010, I want to say. And then after that, you have the Stinkers, like the Connect game, also Takaichi. You have Infinite World, which came out around that time, but, you know, uh, not really any massive W's for the Dragon Ball gaming world. And that makes about a five year stretch there. And then Xenoverse comes in, you have Xenoverse 2, the, uh, the Nintendo games. You have Fighters, which is obviously a massive success. Dokkan, which is also how you feel about gacha games. A massive revenue generator and the preeminent gacha game of like the period, uh, especially coming to like fighter uh, animes. So, for about a good five, I mean, I way slow down than it used to be. I mean, it used to be pretty much one or two games every year, while it's, now it's like one game every three years or so. But that's how it is with all anime fighters pretty much nowadays. Naruto from about 2007, I want to say about 2000. And Really, sis, I mean, they had a really good run there, dude. Really, I mean, uh, let me see. Damn, hold on, let me look at let me look at, pull up a little list of Naruto games. I, I gotta read this out to you. If you didn't play all these, at least the majority of these, it may not sound, it may sound like I'm talking about ass, but it was. I played almost all of the Dragon. These are my two most consumed franchises, maybe ever, bro. Like, I'm not talking about my ass completely with Dragon Ball games either. I've played Budokai one through three, Takaichi one through three, um. The, the the Game Boy Advance uh, SP games. Uh, I've played Burst Limit. I think I may have played Burst Limit 2, too. I'm not sure, but I played one of them. Um, I mean, I have experience with, with this. I, I own Fighters. I've played Dokkan for the last seven years. I mean, I, I have experience with these games. Universe, I own Universe. I own Universe 2, but Universe 1. I, I Listen... I'm giving it longevity. Now, it's been relevant for fucking 20 years. I'm, I'm giving to that. But if you look at this shit, I haven't played Classic Ninjas, but I heard pretty good games. I didn't even play those. But if you look at this list here, uh, let's see. Okay, so Ninja Council, I don't remember that one either. I remember that that cover, but I never played that game. So the the, the DS games, I even like really focus on those. It's not as a, I mean, Nintendo. Um... There's some really iconic like cover arts with Nintendo, uh, with Naruto. I really want to just get that expressed. Naruto's putting out like a fucking like three games a fucking year, four games a year. Which Dragon Ball's doing some of the same shit, but there's some really fucking like quality shit that came out of this franchise that was just back to back to back to back. I mean, you really gotta. I'm I'm just playing really tough games I play. Uzumaki Chronicles 2005, really good game as I recall. Uh. Uzumaki, Uzumaki Chronicles 2, I think I also played. Uh, actually, I know I played that one. But I don't remember it quite as much, but I remember it pretty good. But I don't remember quite as much. Uh, Legends of Koski Rising. I want to say I own this, but I don't remember. Because I'm a driver, I feel like I played a demo of, but I don't. God, I really have to think about that. Akoski Rising. Yeah, I played Akoski Rising, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I own it. I know I don't own it now, but this was the uh like you could have like four uh four like guys together in the same like like basically fighting like it was like a kind of open platform game. You could have like four sorry quite you could have four. I don't know if I can say the word four, but I guess I feel like you could have four guys fighting at the same time. I 
Well, that's this game, if I remember correctly, but I, feel free to correct me if I'm not uh, remembering correctly, of course. But I definitely played this game. I do, I do remember that. I definitely played this one. Uh, let's see. Ultimate Ninja 2003, Ultimate Ninja 1, fantastic game. Ultimate Ninja 2, fantastic game. 2004. This is back-to-back years. Ultimate Ninja 3, fantastic game. <laughs> you may have seen the, the kind of the theme here. Ultimate Ninja Heroes, that was a PSP game. Um, I believe I owned all the Ultimate Ninja Heroes ever on PSP, too. Now, one was in Japan only, right? I'm not sure. Uh, but Ultimate Ninja Heroes... Great. Ultimate 4, that was the Shippuden one. Uh, did not even play Ultimate 5. That, that never came out in America, if I remember correctly. Uh, I hate that, that it never came out in America. That sucked a lot. I don't know why that one never came over, but that one, I believe, is explored up until uh, Sasuke Natachi, if I remember correctly. Uh, Ultimate Heroes 3, that was the PSP one. Yeah, I did own that one, yeah. Owned all of those. Uh, Ultimate Storm, did not own Storm 1. Storm 2, one of the most played games ever. Oh my gosh, Storm 2 is a classic, bro. 2010, love 2010. Ultimate Impact, I did not own that one. That matter of fact, I did not own that one. Generations. Um, I don't want the filler ones, but it wasn't, I think I might have Generations, but I don't think I owned Revolutions. I think that's what it was. I, I, it was one of them I didn't own. I think Generations was one I owned. This one was, um, Generations ended no, that was that was three. I think three ended with um Toby. Right? Am I am I geeking? Let me see. Uh do we have the plot by chance? Let's see. Uh I don't see the plot. Uh, I don't see the plot, but I think three ended with Obito, uh, because they didn't have the ending of that fight yet, if I recall. I think Naruto, like, beats the shit out of Obito, and that's the last fight in that one, and it doesn't, does not, uh, end the way that it actually ends in the plot. Yeah, uh, let's see. The current leader, five leaders of the interface, Sasuke Uchiha, who turns into Donzo, Madara saves Sasuke, and then declares the war with the forces. Next chapter, Sasuke's former comrades killed Sasuke and Naruto. As fourth century world war begins, we just face the Madara's army of Zetsun, Kabuto, Akushi's random warriors. Kabuto revives the original Madara and reveals the other Madara as an imposter. When the five Kage make Madara retreat, in order to defeat the fake Madara forces. Yes, yeah, so he like comes in like punches Obito. That's like it, as I recall. I don't know. That's pretty much how I recall that ending. So I'm not sure where the uh, the middle one ends at, but uh, I, I like Storm Three. It had that. Uh, it had that. Uh, that like kind of. Uh, it was like it was like a um the story presented like a, a fucking uh, like the war room as I recall the war room in um 
Yeah, uh, and I, was, I was looking presentation of the story, and I was like, "That's weird. I don't know." Because the storm two allowed you to explore, and this one did not, which was weird. I don't, I don't know why they. I still don't know why they, they took away the, the, the exploration part of that. I thought that was a really good touch, but I don't know. I guess they just they weren't interested in that. I don't know. Um, that was storm three. Storm four, they uh they just had like the kind of linear like here's the story mode, battle, 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 battle. There was like really no presentation to it whatsoever. But storm four maybe the uh last one we ever get. So what can you do? Six years of storm four, and we have not gotten anything of value since then. Um I think it's better. I think I think it was better at its peak. I really do. I'm sorry. I I, I just I don't know what to say. I think it was. I really do. If we're gonna wrap the Dragon Ball once real quick, and then I'll uh end this early and kind of come back to it a part two, kind of because it started. It's been going for a pretty good while. Dragon Ball games, which is technically games. Maybe they'll give me where I need to get to. I don't use Wikipedia this extensively in a good ass minute. All right, let's see. Uh. 80s, 90s. I don't know what to say with the 80s. That doesn't anything for me. 90s, Super Boosting. I've never played that one. Super Boosting 3. And if you like the fucking 90s, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like, if... Final Battle is one I've always wanted to play with. Because that was like the. Uh, that was the GT game that was like only GT. I think it was the only, only GT game for a while. I don't think. I... Matter of fact, um, outside of Transformations, which I don't think is a standalone game, as I recall, Transformations was packaged with uh, Boo's Fury, which is Legacy of Goku 3. I don't think there is another standalone GT game. I could be talking my ass, I mean, you know, by all means. But um, Budokai 1 came in 2002, Budokai 2, 2003, Budokai 3, 04, Sagas, which, oh my god, I haven't read about, fucking forgot about Sagas, holy shit. Sagas was underrated, I feel like. And I also wonder it wasn't underrated because I thought that shit was ass. But looking back, Sagas was not that bad a game. Uh, Tenkaichi 3. Dude, this is like back-to-back to years. Like, Tenkaichi 1, 05. I mean, that's basically what they did. Like, basically, anime games were like what sports games are today. They basically came out once a year. And you have, like, companion releases that are, like, built by other studios. Maybe, you know, a big part of it being cheaper to make games back then. But whatever. Um, Buddha had to actually uh 2005, 06, 2002, BC3, 07, Burst Limit, 08. I thought it was a really good game. Infinite World actually came in 2008, too. So that's not fit in the dark ages of this franchise. Um, they released a King of Piccolo game, Revenge of King Piccolo game for the Wii. Raging Blast, that's what I was thinking about. Not, not fucking Burst. I was thinking about Raging Blast. Raging Blast, I was thinking about the Super Saiyan 3s. Uh, and those are in Raging Blast 2. You have, I think, Broly Go Super Saiyan 3 and Vegeta Go Super Saiyan 3. I was thinking about that, not fucking Burst Limit. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, you had Dragon Ball Online, which I don't even remember how long that lasted, but uh, I'm assuming it was pretty much dead on arrival because MMORPGs, MMORPGs stink. I hate them. Uh, Ultimate Kaiichi, but for, for Connect, but. The Budokai HD Collection. I think it was like Budokai 1 and 3, wasn't it? Was that it? 
I think it was Budokai one and three, if I recall. But this, I think he redid this again, like the re-release of the Budokai games. Battle of Z was horrid, and a horrid game, another quick time game. Universe, pretty much the franchise savior. Uh, 2015, Universe 2 came out one year later and has not had a sequel in six fucking years. Um, Fighters, 2018. That's it. That's the last uh, 2010 game. They had Kakarot, which did not do shit. Uh, I feel like, as it was expected to do, people thought it was going to be Storm game. It uh, does not hold a candle to Storm, unfortunately. I'm sorry to tell you guys. Supersonic Warriors. That was a really good one. I forgot about Supersonic Warriors. That was a really good game. Shin Budokai, the PSP games. You gotta count those, the Shin Budokais. Um, Takachi Tag Team was horrible. I, I got a demo for that on the PSP Go. That was a horrible game. And Fusions, uh, the DS shit. Dokkan and Legends. Which Legends is still pretty well for itself. Dokkan obviously has done quite a bit better. Cool, look at this shit. Is this... Whoa. Whoa. What? Hold on. What? All right. So from 2007 to 2012, the net income for Dragon Ball games, this is Ben Namco, uh, was 46.6 billion. Uh, 2007 to 2012, basically. 2012 to 2013, 4.1 billion. Um, 2013, 2014, 5 billion. 2014, 2015, 13.6 billion. 15, 16, 23.3, 16, 17, 50.8, 17, 18, 83.7. This is in the end, by the way. Uh, 2018 to 2018, April to December, 75.3. And then January 2019 to March 2019, 33.3. And then 2019, 2020, which is about a year and a half, so quite a while. Um, 193.4 billion or 1.876 billion dollars in American in American wow wow the target games are two pretty good numbers too but they kind of decline year over year but damn dude this is a really crazy franchise bro really alright um that's it for me dude, I gotta go to bed bro I gotta work tomorrow hope you guys enjoyed hope you guys don't have to work tomorrow because that shit blows dick. Peace.